Three attackers offer three defenders, two incoming transfers breaking down, but there's only one jolly jambo. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Simon, Cameron and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Another full house, that's worthy of a pitch invasion, some would say. <laughs> Um, we're recording here on a Monday, the day after the Sunday derby, and some of you look truly awful. Which <laughs> is good, derby's done right. Um, we will, of course, be looking back at the derby day shortly, and all things Nielsen. Uh, but first, let's go through the week's news and transfer stuff, shall we? <clears throat> um, immediately following the podcast last week, boys, there was the Europa League playoff draw. Uh, I was driving at the time, so I couldn't watch it. But how did you enjoy that experience, seeing Hearts as a wee ball and was Jermaine Genus there? No, but it was as confusing as you'd expect. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. There was a point in it where the guy took a whole bowl and put it under the table. Nay <laughs> Genus, but two very sweaty guys just trying to explain how football works. <laughs> just, aye, you just wait for your team to come out at the end. I still don't understand how they got there, but <laughs> FC Zurich car, Linfield. Yeah. So are you saying it was a fix, Hammy? That wouldn't be like UEFA, surely. Uh, uh, it looked a bit sketchy. The way that they were even putting their hands in the ball, uh, in the balls and stuff, I was uh, I was convinced something was afoot. Hmm. So, so the conspiracy is deeper than we thought. It's not just Neil Doncaster against Hearts. <laughs> It's, it's global football. Of course. The, the global cabal. <laughs> Which Neil Doncaster is the head of. What all these folk don't understand, though, is hearts are against hearts, so they don't need to do anything. <laughs> Paddy's here. Paddy's human. Um, good. Well, that must have been nice, seeing, seeing the draw. And uh, yes, Hammy, it is Zurich. Um who have won 2-0 their first leg in Linfield is, is going to be Zurich that we're playing. Um, they've got they've booked their stadium out for a concert on the day that we're playing them. So the game's getting played like 50 miles away instead. I think this might make Zurich a little bit more tin pot than Luton. <laughs> <laughs> if I get some mad Swiss shit coming my way on Twitter. <laughs> We yeah. have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can come at me. What are folk from Switzerland going to do? Like, um, but yeah, they're. I that's just. I just can't believe they've done that. Um, worse admin than Hibs, surely. Um, and they've also signed Adonis. What's his name again? Advedaj. Aye, who was at Hearts and he was Pish. So it shows you what level. They're at. They're not as good as we think. They're definitely there for the taking. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, finally, on this, there was, there's twelve substitutions. Twelve. Sorry, there's twelve players on the bench. I should say. How is Nielsen going to cope with that? <laughs> only have six as usual. I was going to say he's only going to name five or six. Yeah. 
leaving the whole of Europe confused. <laughs> um, hey, that, that was all the news. Quite a pretty quiet week, really, <laughs> other than the Derby stuff. Um, the transfer news, it's been a Shan week in that department. Uh, Lee Sung Woo, like last week, we thought he was on his way to Gorgie. <laughs> There's now come out, there's been a uh, some sort of confusion. Somebody, Hammy, you, you're probably the most informed. Tell us how this all broke down. Um, I don't really know. I think there was, I think Hart seemed to think that he had a release clause. And then his club turned in and went, no, that's not the case. And they were not getting him. But it still seems to be working in the background. I think it is just a case of money. We need to pay for him and we're not prepared to play, to pay what they want. A bit like Shankland over again. Hmm. Um, which, fine, you know, if we've got it a bit wrong in that sense, great, but it's, I feel like we are starting to see some cracks in the team and we do need mm-hmm. to get some replacements in, so maybe Whoa. less pissing about. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> nah, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the big talking points out of the derby, isn't it? It's the depth and it's the lack of just one more decent attacker and all that, but we'll, we'll come on to it. Um, Eric, if he does sign this window, I think he's going to break our transfer record. He might even be the first million million dollar man. <laughs> With add-ons, but I think he'll be uh, yeah, expensive. Aye, I think that's so, probably where it's come to now. Yeah, what to do, Hearts Twitter, is just keep tweeting about it and pressure the club. <laughs> <laughs> to spend the money it's our money anyway well exactly get spending I, I, I pay X amount of money a month to that <laughs> bloody club get them in I think there was a bit of chat that you know they're obviously halfway through their season as well so they don't want to sign them eh, sell them sorry yeah, um, yeah so it could have been again another one of these ones oh we'll get them in January this is all sounding very last season mm-hmm. Um so Sounds like we'll probably just not get him. It'll just be like last season all over again. Mm-hmm. No, no interested in getting him in January. Don't want him in January. It's now or never. <laughs> Aye, it is a lot more important that we get a player in before the European group stages, no matter what competition we're in. Yeah. Oh, aye, 100%. Um, so, yeah, shambles <laughs> from, the, from the Hearts offices. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens by next week's podcast. Um, one outgoing, Cammy Logan has joined Kelly Hearts on loan, which is a good level, a better level than our Colts. Um, Jacob Davenport, uh, Cameron, joined the club on a, a week's trial um, just after podcast. But he's not offered a deal, and judging by a picture of him, want to tell us why? I just thought it was interesting that, I don't know, I mean, surely they would have noticed that when they put out the, the tweet with the pictures of the players training on Friday before the derby, there's a guy in the background, one of them, which turned out to be Davenport. Um, you think, if you're seeing him in an official club picture, we must be going to sign him. So, you know what? Uh, I think us making the right decision with players now, not just signing them, because we need numbers is the right thing to be doing. So, if they didn't come up to what they meet or they wanted them to meet, I'm, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Now, if he's he's been turned down by Hearts and Reading after trials in Aberdeen 
turned out not to be interested. There must be some serious um, concerns over his fitness or reoccurring injuries. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I was actually asking you, Cameron, because you said he looked like Phil Stamp. <laughs> Your words, no mine. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I have that in writing from you. I'm <laughs> as a player. <laughs> so we went from, <clears throat> excuse me, we went from two players definitely coming in last week to no one, and now no transfer rumours. Shit. <laughs> Get John Murray back. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, saw all the transfer stuff unbelievable uh, Balotelli Paddy is he <laughs> still happy unfortunately or I, we're not getting him <laughs> the resignation <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Jesus I just, just Google Balotelli current club 31 games 18 goals he's still quality right. <laughs> some player like um, Colts team uh, the boys drew 1-1 with Cowden Beef last Wednesday a goal coming from Connor Smith Lewis Nielsen is playing which is crazy when you think about it and Ewan Henderson was in the squad as well which is nuts uh, Stephen Aismith was sent off for asking the referee if there was any chance he could hurry the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Sunday League Absolutely amazing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on Saturday, the Colts drew 2-2 with uh, civil service strollers. Uh, goals from the new boy, Jaden Ferguson, and Finlay Pollock, who's back from serving a four-match ban. Uh, <clears throat> so that's the Colts now. They've played five. They've won, uh, won one, drawn two, and lost two. Uh, so they're sitting 14th in a 19-team league. Still early days. Yes, and they've got they've actually played some some of the better teams in the league when you look at the table, um, which Rangers are top off. <laughs> that's not good. Is that number fifty six for them? <laughs> I know they will most Ooh. definitely claim that title. Um, I that's that's all the new stuff. So. We'll, we'll speak Hibs now. Um, I've never seen the game because I was in Cornwall and there's no Wi-Fi or phone signal in Cornwall. Um, but yeah, Simon, <clears throat> tell me your manager is Robbie Nielsen without telling me your manager is Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> Over to you. Oh, that was excellent part of Javi. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so um, I don't know what it was about this game. I feel like... Maybe it was just because it was the second game of the year. The result always matters, but obviously the result isn't as important in terms of the league table this early on. It's only the second game of the year. You don't really know what this point's going to get us either way or what, what three points would have got us. So I wasn't as buzzing for this one as I feel like I usually am for a derby. Yep. But when the line-out came out, I did think, oh, actually, this is quite an attacking team. This could be something. So it was Craigie Jean goals, obviously. Um, a back four of Smith, Halkett, Rolls and Cochrane. Um, in front of them, Harren and George Grant. 
Um, then a three in behind Lawrence Shanklin were Barry Mackay, Liam Boyce, and Alan Forrest. And I think that is probably our best lineup right now. Maybe when Benny's back and if he's playing full pelt, he comes in for George Grant. But um, but aye, apart from that, I think that's pretty much our full strength team. You can make an argument for Atkinson. Some people don't like him. Um, but aye, I was excited and I thought we were really good. I thought what was really annoying in the first half, though, was the amount of space we were getting in behind our fullbacks. Well, we just couldn't stop crosses coming in. It was a bit like the cup final all over again. Aye. Just had a man overlapping, and we we were getting caught every time. And I know that you know, looking at the stats and things, you you, you probably focus on shots on target and shots and things, but the amount of balls that they were firing across and nobody was touching was was unbelievable and all it takes is one we touch um, I was shiting myself and it happened to be I was in the freaking Hibs Hospitality as well I was fucking <laughs> the day in hand <laughs> Did I say that again how many were you? I was in uh, uh, Hibs Hospitality for the game What a man eh? Drinking pints eating pies and supporting Rub- Rubbing shoulders <laughs> Could you full blown celebrate when Hart scored that? No, 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 yeah. no, no. There was a hospitality at Hibs is a bit different. It was uh, you just chucked in with the rest of the Hibs fans. So, all oh, right, <laughs> I had well, a lot of Hibs fans anything? around me. So I did not celebrate. I did leave when Martin Boyle scored, though. Oh, that must have been obvious then. There was there was quite a lot of Hearts fans. It turns out in the hospitality because <laughs> there was a lot of people not celebrating at the end. <laughs> hmm. Did you? I suppose although you can like scream. The joy you would have got for the like just the pain and that drop that would have came around you, and then also hearing like the the delay of the Hearts fans celebrating would have been quite satisfying. It's brilliant to watch the Hearts <laughs> end when we score. It's fucking amazing. Aye. Um. Also, it, it happened about five minutes before somebody called Barry McKay rancid behind me. <laughs> <laughs> He's beautiful. That's a horrible thing to say about such a fine young man. <laughs> but I, we, I think we started really slow and Hibs probably had the better of the first 25 minutes, half an hour I'd say I think Haran eventually had quite a good game but he started really slow and we just couldn't take the ball in midfield they seemed to be pressing us really well and winning the ball back quite high and we just couldn't get that pressure out and if they maybe had a better striker on the park they probably would have scored I agree. You did a lot of good work. That boy up front, um, who uh, we actually gave man of the match, um, he, I <laughs> thought he looked, Ewan, I thought Ewan. he looked actually quite dangerous. Um, but yeah, it was similar, similar to Harsh. We just couldn't seem to get the ball. That final third for both teams just seemed terrible. But Hibs seemed just, ah, they came at the block so much quicker than Harsh. We seemed to be settled to just try and contain them um, especially at the start and I guess it did work, we seemed to control the ball when we wanted to but without much actual intent to do anything with it which was probably annoyed me more about much, much of the game Aye, I do think our goal kind of came against the, the run of play sort of, I do think we were it was a counter-attacking goal and what a fucking ball for Barry Mackay that's unbelievable. He's, he's not even what he's not even looking when he makes I know. Yep. It's so good, but 
How good was the, the takedown in the finish? Beautiful handball. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I thought Shanklin's work rate was the most impressive thing. That finish was phenomenal, the run, but his movement and his work rate is cracking. Yep, agreed. Shanklin's... He basically, he's basically worth a goal, that one he had right after it as well, where he cleared it off our line. Spot on, aye. 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 Um, so I do think we were fighting fighting a wee bit at the end of that first half, but to get in 1-0 at half time, pretty solid first half for the way we were playing. You would be pretty happy with that. And I think the way we started that second half, we should have had about four goals. There was so many chances that we were squandering and we just seemed to sort of panic whenever the ball came in or when someone had a chance. I think Barry Mackay was pretty much one-on-one. He should have taken a shot for just outside the box and he tried to, I think he tried to meg Porteous when just take a shot. Atkinson came on for, was it Michael Smith he came on for? No, it was Sibic who came on for Michael Smith, wasn't it? And then, um, that's when things got a bit shaky. Mm. We tried to move to a back five not long after that. We brought on um, Forrest and Cammy Devlin, so changing that shape but it was too early I feel like to to be thinking like that to do that I'm trying to check two seconds when I've got here Simon double sub, substitution 63 minutes aye yeah there's still a half hour to play you can't be thinking of like right we'll just shore up now I do think though it was the the goal was the players' fault. No one tracked runs. Everyone kind of had no idea what they were doing. Whether that wasn't explained to them clear enough, but still, just work hard. R- run with someone. Just track someone. Don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I do think that is maybe on the players there. But I the subs were a bit weird, and I'm not going to hold this against Robbie too much. But I do feel like there's a pattern with him in big games. He, he does kind of shite it a bit and want to just get to the final whistle as quick as possible. Yeah. Just to put it in black and white, to just look at it in this perspective, off was Alan Forrest, Michael Smith, Liam Boyce and George Grant, other than Smith, very attacking players. And on comes Cammy Devlin, Andy Halliday, Toby Civic, and Nathaniel Atkinson. Aye. And it was coming. Hibbs had so many chances at the end there and we were just holding on. Um, and what a fucking idiot who filmed it and not only just deleted the video right away, sent it about so it got uploaded on Twitter. Uh, what is he doing? Anyway. Can <laughs> <laughs> I count your chickens? But Nielsen Aye. needs to learn this as well because there's no danger you should be going that defensive in a, in a derby. Easter Road only 1-0 up see if we were 2-0 up and do what you want aye you can understand it we looked I think that was probably what annoyed me most is we looked good as well we weren't under any sort of stress or anything we weren't making a lot of chances and then we just we just changed it for I don't know for no well I know that Smith looked like he was injured again which again Mm. is probably a not a great thing, but rather than just chuck Atkinson at right back, we decided to change the whole shape, and it, I just don't think we needed to. That and Lewis Nielsen was on the bench. Aye. Uh, I, I also don't think Sibic's a defender. I think he, he looks so much mm. better when he's he's on the front foot. 
we need to stop this experiment it's a book at the back now yeah. I mean, right Padman what do you think about Nielsen then I just think it's the same This we've talked about this before it's just the same thing after every big game the change goes so defective every single player was in our half for most of the last half hour it's just shit to watch and like there was no need to do it. We were on the front foot. We could have definitely got a second goal. We uh, did lose that. We, we, we had no players up the pitch. So you're thinking 90 minutes, right? It's five minutes added to on time. Take the ball to the corner. But we had nobody in Hibs half. Yeah. And I think from their goal as well, I think it was a throw-in well into their half as well. And we've allowed them just to run all the way at our defence. It's just... Mm-hmm. when you think about the subs and you think about the players you could have brought on I, I'd more be looking at Ewan Henderson or Ginelli just to run over the top mm-hmm. get past the defence take the ball over and it, and it just seems like we wanted to invite that pressure on and it, I, like you said it was fucking coming that who's it was it they missed a header right before Rocky. the goal as well and how Rocky you missed that I don't know um, and we had a a ball that came right over the back, right to the back post. There had about three players unmarked there. It was just, ah, you could see it coming a mile off. Uh, there so was I, moments I, where we where we did manage to get the ball into the corner. I think it's Lauren Shanklin is in the corner, in the Hibs half, with the ball, and he crosses it. And it's only Liam Boyce and, like, four other Hibs players. It's like, well, why are you crossing it? Just keep it in the corner. There's absolutely no need. Um, I do think the players kind of shot at like there was a moment where Sibic just let the ball roll out for a corner when he had about 15 minutes to take a touch and boot <laughs> it away. Even if you are like, how can you be sure that's not going out for a corner? Yeah. Like just fucking kick it away, man. Like e- even if you give away a throw and it's much better than giving away a corner. Yeah. It's just pessimistic football. How boring would it be to go to a casino with Robbie Nielsen? <laughs> a fiver on red and a fiver on black everything <laughs> exactly I, I, do, I do think there's like if we look at the, the formations obviously new for the, this team but also two centre backs this is only their second game together the midfielder this is the first time they've ever started together Boyce and Shanklin the first time they've ever started together so there are like a lot of gelling parts of this Hearts team and I do think, although it's like good not to be in that League Cup, I think we would be much better if we had been able to play in that League Cup. I think we'd had more time to gel, more time to get minutes and the, the players playing together. I'm telling you, the League Cup is fantastic, the group stage. <laughs> yeah, it's a chance to see teams that you never get to see either. Like the, the I, I do like the League Cup. I think it's a, a good format, but... Um, I, I think this team just needs a couple more games. There is there is good signs. Shanklin looks good. Boyce looks good in behind him. Yeah. Mackay looks quality as always. He's going to be fucking flying. He's already got what a goal and an assist in two games. Mm-hmm. Um, Forrest looks great. Aye, there's just little bits tying out, and we do need bodies in. But I don't think it's as bad as everyone's making it. I'm I'm looking forward to a season still. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a silver lining. I've I've heard nothing but glowing reviews about Alex Cochran's performance. Oh, he was immense. Yeah, he was good. I right, we didn't really touch on the the chip and lighter and whatever else was thrown him incident. Like you get that on all fan bases, but what absolutely tramps! Aye, what what a waste of food and all. 
<laughs> Cameron's raging. I'm just like chips seems like a novel thing to have. I was just about to ask you. Oh. Aye, no one ever gets chips, but it's because Lee's actually quite posh, and they all want to be like, mm. like their Identified, wee hard young yeah. team. Aye, but they're all, it's wee all posh organic, organic potatoes and yeah, you can't buy chips at Tincastle. Aye, I'm sure you can. No, I've never seen chips. <laughs> I've seen chips at the main stand, oh, yeah. the good stand. Aye, aye. Well, we had got... pakoras and all sorts at one point. Right. Well, we've apparently we apparently do curries in the wheat fields, but I've never seen this. <laughs> I doubt it's still there. Probably not. It's probably been replaced with a kebab pie stand. <laughs> Me shift them. Chips at Tincastle. Going to have to look out for this on. Uh, when are we? When are we playing Dundee United? Sunday. 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 Right. Yeah. Strange. Um, <laughs> right, Alex Coxon. <laughs> Um, so I, right, with that right. second half, like see see the stats. So half time, the possession was fifty fifty. What was very telling, the huge jump in possession. Hibs went up to sixty five percent in the second half. That is a huge swing. I think I always think that's interesting looking at half to half stats like that. That's one of the biggest swings I've ever seen. Um, so it shows you how much Nielsen fought. They're not going to score here. But Martin Boyle was always going to come on and sadly make make some sort of impact. Aye, exactly. Um, aye, it just seems like it's too obvious, but whatever, let's just move on with it. Next, we'll be getting them next time, eh? It's just a shame. It's, it'll be a, a long while now. Eh? Hopefully we get them in the League Cup in the next Ooh, round. <laughs> we never uh, never talked about Craig Gordon's absolute sexual save as well in the first half. Oh, How odd an angle did that come off his glove? It was 100% for the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> How? Because he could have caught it. That came for Bod in the wing as well, which we talked about. And across uh, the box that they just seem to constantly do. He must have such strong hands. Imagine blocking that shot, like just right there with your hand out like that. It goes pure flying. <laughs> His best off wrists. <laughs> but I wanted to just raise a point about that. Do you see Dundee United obviously got beat by Livian at home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, does that put any worry in you about playing Thursday, Sunday? Yep. It makes me worried about us after playing a midweek game in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> I think again on that point. I think we actually looked shattered next to, at the end there as well. Our players looked deep to the world, and I was reading Twitter and kept back after it. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, we had to take Boyce off because he was picked up a knock and he was knackered, blown at his arse, Shanklin's blown at his arse, and I'm a bit like that's not a good sign, mm. you know." Let's maybe and we talk again about the cup final where we looked knackered compared to a Rangers team who had just played 120 minutes and tropical heat and maybe maybe need that's what I was saying right at the start about maybe getting some other recruits in so we can make more positive changes um, rather than having to rely on on making them because for whatever reason Henderson and Janelli don't seem fancied at all. GMS, I don't know what's happening with him now. Has he featured at all? Actually, 
don't think so. And Janelli's only this is the first game in the bench as well. Even like friendlies and stuff, barely seen him. So if they're not gonna get picked, they're not gonna play. Then ah, uh, let's get some fresh blood in. Yeah, competition for for places. Light some fires. Get some stuff going. Eh? But hey, we're still undefeated. The invincible season continues. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it feels like a loss, but aye, it's oh, really know, does. It's it's a point. Um, it could have been worse. It really does, um, and it now it now kind of feels like Dundee United's a big game, but hopefully, I mean he's he's one hundred percent not, but hopefully Nielsen's learnt from that. <laughs> <laughs> Dundee Dundee play again on Thursday, so at least we'll have um have that advantage, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. And then um, we play the following Thursday. So we're Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Aye. That's right. Here we go. Busy schedule ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not nervous at all. Um, should have held that new contract back just a couple of weeks. Eh? <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I, Hammy, why don't we go over to you for some thoughts on it all from kickback and I'm sure spark some more debate. Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Oh, you want debate, Javi? I've got debate for you. It was very, very mixed, going from completely erratic to not giving a fuck. So we'll start off then. <laughs> Absolutely gutted about the result yesterday, but I think that alone tells the story of how far ahead of Hibs we are. That was our second competitive match, their sixth, and we strolled it for large portions. A draw against us at Easter Road is a massive result for the Spoon Burners. If Barry was a finisher, we'd have walked that game. Definitely two points dropped to that shite, though. And Alan says, indeed, let them celebrate their draw. Masks the fact that they are utter dug shite. Another one says... Seven in a row, let's wait until it's a big number before we talk about this. Again, talking about the unbeaten run. Today was a disgrace for Heart of Midlothian Football Club. He wasn't in a good mood. He also said, doesn't really matter. Going unbeaten is only good when we are the ones getting last-minute equalisers for stuff like that. Not the other way around. Yesterday's end to the game was a disgrace to HMFC. Another one says, Nielsen's tactics almost cost us extra time in the semi. V10 men should be attacking a weak team like Hibs, a bomb scare at the back. Um, and I says, bit of an overreaction. Disappointed not to win the game, but we didn't do a lot wrong, to be honest, and just got poked in the eye at the end. We are on the right trajectory, and they look like they are pedalling backwards. I would expect the seven in a row to be extended. Nolan says, I hope it didn't come as a shock to some that we will sometimes lose and drop points. But as soon as we do, the usual suspects are ready to pounce on the manager. They drove him out before and we never recovered until he came back. It's been nearly two hours now, so settle down and move on. Another one says, regardless of the formation and substitutions, we had ample chances to win it. It feels like a defeat, but it just wasn't our day. On to the next one. And again, talking about the substitutions, someone says, changed it because Smith was fucked. The subs worked. If Boyle doesn't score, nobody says a word and it's a masterclass of seeing how a game. It's football. You just don't like Robbie. I don't know if I would have been saying it was a masterclass of seeing how a game. We looked very shaky. Um, 
Another one says, we were in control of the game and never looked like conceding. Again, I don't really agree with that. But one momentary lapse in concentration and they equalise. That's football, I'm afraid. I would have taken a draw before the match, so we dust ourselves down and go again and hopefully get rid of all this negativity. I think that one was specifically... Was that an actual Robbie Nielsen bot? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was quite pointed towards Jarvie. Um, Get rid of all his negativity. Aye. I don't. I wouldn't have taken a draw before the game. We should be going to beat Hibs. No. Some some interesting comments, and we forget that um, absolutely anyone can say anything on the internet, and these people <laughs> can also vote. <laughs> so that's that. Um, I think it's interesting saying that. Um, oh, we just conceded at the end. You wouldn't be complaining if we if they hadn't scored. What so if it had worked? Yeah, exactly. Would be Master class had worked. No way. <laughs> but it yeah, didn't imagine. yeah ifs and buts isn't it so that's what it seems to be a lot of ifs and buts oh if we just scored that second yeah if we had then yeah it would have been completely different that's the nature of Aye. like time and physics and shit and in a world where everything has to be opposed it's okay to think that Robbie Nielsen has had a shit day on Sunday and also think he should be the manager moving forward <laughs> yeah, actually, Aye. that's a good point. Can we clarify that? Because it seemed Aye. to be a lot of, like, if you criticised Robbie, you instantly want him sacked. And that's Aye. not the case. Just a Aye. massive disclaimer. Maybe Javi might be different on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is exactly why folk were trying to hammer me on Twitter before. That, like, when we drew with Hibs, when was that again? The 0-0 at home. No, Easter Road game. We were on the diggers. It was, uh, I don't know, about... Two thirds through the the season, I can't really remember last year. Um, yeah, and that was the point. Where, aye, that's the point where we were saying because it was just the same old. And we have been here several times with Nielsen with these tactics now, and I don't, I can't see him changing. Um, he's he's always going to go negative when we're winning, especially in big games. It's the biggest criticism, and he and he doesn't seem to to be for changing. That doesn't mean I'm calling for him to be sacked off the back of that result there. But what I'm saying is it's not going to change and it, you know, we're not suddenly going to attack for 90 minutes. Um, and I do think if the club continues to improve year on year with its squad, you've got to think the manager could improve as well. You know, Nielsen's not going to be here forever. And I do think we could have a better manager in charge of the club. Good night. <laughs> no I think it is valid points Um, I do think overall Robbie Nielsen is does appear to be getting better as a coach so we can live in hope but nah it is obviously something that does keep coming up with Robbie Nielsen and I do it is obvious like it's not whether I agree or disagree he goes negative when he's in big games he does, yeah. Aye. I know we are we are one of the, the Braver podcasts to admit that a lot of people would be scared to talk so negatively about him, but it's fucking true. We're heroes, um, if anything. We're, we're heroes. <laughs> um, and we're no shite bags. So get Levine back. He wants them out now. Get Levine back. Want the old days now. <laughs> Levine's record against Hibs is frighteningly good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> Munker oh. will absolutely pump them 7-0 or something at home and this whole hoodie will be off his shoulders. 
And th- mm-hmm. let's, uh, and uh, it's not something to do very often, but we have beat them twice at, Robbie Nielsen has beat them twice at Hamden. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's got that. Before this first of a World Cup or after it? What? When did we uh, oh, 2nd right. of January. So I did see, I did see, I can't remember who, who was talking about it, but it's something like over 70% of Edinburgh Derby's end in a draw. So, like, it's, it's pretty common, so. Mm-hmm. Just want to beat them so much. <laughs> but that I've never been that angry after a game in a long time. By the way, my pint of tenants <laughs> was shite after it and everything. Just, oh, and that's all right. Just, you know what? It's all right to celebrate uh, a last minute equaliser. That's all right. But see, <laughs> running on the pitch, get a life. <laughs> there was a stadium announcements to get them off Aye. the pitch you know what it is they're running on the pitch because they want to be the centre of attention it's not about you it's <laughs> not about you mate get off the pitch it's about us <laughs> <laughs> it's always about the hearts uh, yeah. Robbie Nielsen is still not one at Easter Road but neither is Ryan Porteous that's, a, that's <laughs> actually a great start I love that mm. I don't think he's ever won a derby and the uh, no, Brian Portis. Aye. No, never. And uh, Hibs' last three managers haven't won at Easter Road in Derby either. So. Great. Well, it's not that bad a record they... for Robbie. Aye. Yeah, another <laughs> thing they can fucking shut up a bit. <laughs> Good spot. I think we've got that all out of our system. I feel better now. Right, so it's time to, to look ahead with glee. Uh, over to a very hungover Cameron by ourselves. Well, that hungover. Bell to your face. That's, that's just. That's just not true. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, by ourselves. So where are we? Looking back, I can tell you that somebody scored a zero, and the best anyone scored was two. So Simon, none from last week. <laughs> Oh, Charlie and Paddy, one. Myself, Hammy, Twitter and Instagram, two. Um, they were hearts over four and a half shots on target. We had six. Yeah. Um, Evelyn Star, that didn't happen. Hearts over 1.5 goals, didn't happen. And there was no red card in the game. Now, where that leaves us is in last place after two weeks is Simon on two. Charlie, Paddy, Myself, Twitter and Instagram are on three and Hammy leads the way on four. Yeah, that oh. <laughs> So let's see if we can keep that early season form going with this week's questions. Um, looking forward to the, the Dundee night game on Sunday. So um, straightforward, Hearts goal from a set piece this weekend. Bye. Sell our corners at the weekend were absolutely atrocious as well. Oh, we, didn't, oh. we didn't mention that they were fucking rotten. <laughs> was, it, was it George Grant taking them all? Was it? Aye, when he was on, and it went to Barry Mackay, and they were significantly better. Yeah, I am well, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna good. sell it. Yeah, I'm selling it. Well, even the same as Paddy, I'm not normally where I want to be, but I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it because I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I have no view, so why not? Um, Cameron, sorry to interject, but can I ask, Hammy, what, what's happening with Stephen Kingsley, speaking of set pieces? 
the more the, way, uh, the QPR rumor came back again, but then everyone seemed to realize that QPR are skint and didn't have any money, so they'll not be buying them. It does seem to be a hamstring issue. He's got a tight hamstring, so it could be a few more weeks. Right. If he plays, I'm buying. You can change it later in the week. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. This game. It's always too much. <laughs> um, possession, our first possession one of the season. So Hearts over 53.5% possession for reference over the first two games. We've averaged 52. Buy the United. I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll buy that. I think Dundee will be quite happy to sit behind the ball after their big game. Oh, no, actually, it's Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> I'm going to sell. Oh, I'm definitely buying. It's going to go opposite you, though. <laughs> New tactic. Um, obviously, seen Shankland and Boyce start the game yesterday. Um, do we think they both start again on Sunday? Yes, bye. Yeah, bye. I'm selling. Sell. Boo. Mm, we're playing again on the Thursday. Aye, but we have nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You and Henderson and Josh Janelli and GMS. <laughs> what are you talking about? That feels so championship for us, eh? Like those three players just are very championship. Championship signings. Uh, quickly pampered to become. I know. Um, and. The last one for this week, um, over 2.5 total goals in the game. Bye. All those Dundee United games last season, there was tons of goals in them. They were like our best games of the season. Aye, I'll give that a bye. Yeah, I'll buy. Fuck it. Oh, based on that logic, I'll buy it. Nah, I'm selling. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) It looks up the odds, eh? We should, we should, this is like fucking insider training. (laughs) Well, there you go. Happy days. I'll give you an update next week. Good stuff. Thank you, Cameron. Um, well, I be a nice cheery podcast for you tonight. Um, that's all we have time for today. So join us next week as we look back at that Dundee United game, which can only get better. And also we'll be right excited as we look ahead to that Thursday's European away game, um, which is going to be Zurich. Uh, and then we've got the Celtic on the Sunday. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast and play along with buy or sell. Uh, and don't forget to leave us a nice, generous star rating on whatever you're listening to and show those other Rangers podcasts. It's, that is all about the hearts. So until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>